Hey, everyone, Sarah Peck here, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Something I've been thinking a lot about lately is about our relationship to our own bodies and the expectations and assumptions and beliefs we will have or we carry about what our bodies are going to do and what we expect of them. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. As always, hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a minute to leave us a review, we would love that. If you need any of the show notes from the show, head to startuppregnant.com. There is a lot of expectation about how our bodies will perform and a lot of assumption about it. And biology can be a really cruel trick because for a lot of women I know, they get to age 27, 28, 33, 34. And we've carried these beliefs about what we think is going to happen in our future. And then time and time again, many, many, many women face fertility complications or difficulties or their partner has fertility issues, or they discover they have endometriosis, or something doesn't line up and doesn't work the way that you expect it to. And it's a really hard thing to take into consideration, to hold the paradox that this is something we believe should be true. You know, I have a body, I should have ovaries, and it will look this way, and it will go this way. And then to to walk into this huge field of uncertainty and not know whether or not it'll work. And it seems so many times, it seems so cruel and so unfair. I had a good friend once who had several, several lost pregnancies. And she said, there's a phrase that she said, she said, it seemed like everybody around me could just sneeze and get pregnant. And here we were trying for years, and we couldn't. I noticed this in another area too. In my own journey in motherhood, there are these phrases that keep coming up in my mind. As I get pregnant, have a baby, nurse him, wean, get pregnant again, have another baby, nurse again. I hear myself saying things like, I can't wait to get my body back, or let me just get through this, or I'll have more energy once I'm on the other side. And there seems to be this subtle expectation or this subtle psychology that my current body somehow isn't mine. Even though it's doing this thing, this amazing, strange, unusual, and unpredictable thing in some ways, yet I have this relationship that I'm just starting to hear where I say to myself, I can't wait to get my body back. As though growing a human were not my body, Or breastfeeding also is not actually my body because when I stop and I say that out loud here on this podcast, of course it's my body, right? So I'm starting to pay attention to these little things that I say about who I am and about my relationship to my body and to my ownership over it and to my relationship with it. In another more subtle way, I think this is also true for the aging process in general. We have maybe expectations and beliefs about what our bodies can do when we are in our teenage years, and then again in our 20s. And then as we age, and I 
I, I would like to say that I'm on the early side of that, but we're always aging, right? As we age, the relationship to our body changes, and we're constantly and slowly and subtly being faced with a new body, a new set of cells, and a new set of musculature abilities and beliefs about who we are and what we can do and what we think we can do. So a lot of this is a philosophical wandering. It's me paying attention, and I'm coming to the podcast to say it out loud because I think that... I hope that many of you maybe have a similar experience and you can reach out to me and tell me, when do you hear yourself saying things about your body and tell me stories about what is your relationship to your body? What do you say to yourself and what do you say about yourself? As we heard with Parijat in one of our recent episodes, she says, you are the expert on your body and you are not broken. And I think that's so important because so often we can take something like the inability to produce eggs or a collapsed ovary or ovarian removal or breast cancer or endometriosis, or lack of fertility for another reason. So many different things. We can take that and we can say, oh, I have a failed body, or I have a body that doesn't quite work, or it's not quite normal. And I love her phrase, her saying, your body is not broken, your body is beautiful, the one that you have. So I thought I would share with you today a couple of ways that I'm reframing some of this, if it's helpful for you. The first one, What is my body beautiful and good at doing right now? When I project forward, when I fast forward and say, I cannot wait to get my boobs back because I'm so tired of breastfeeding, I can pause and say, what is my body good at doing right now? And right now it's really great at making milk. Or I can ask myself, what am I grateful about this body of mine? Just taking a moment to be grateful that even though my nipples hurt or I'm tired of being on the three-hour breastfeeding cycle or I haven't gotten enough sleep, I can say, you know what, I've got two legs and I get to walk on them and I can still do a downward-facing dog and I can still go for a walk and a hike. But third and maybe the most important thing, I think, is to acknowledge that the emotions that you are feeling are valid, real, and complex. And it is okay to feel what you feel, exactly what you feel, whether it's betrayed, confused, let down, sad, disappointed, discouraged. These are all perfectly valid feelings to have. We can simultaneously be grateful for the things our bodies can do and frustrated at the position or space or place we are with our bodies. In my family, when my kid is frustrated, We make the sign for the emotion that he's feeling because we use baby sign language because it's my job as a parent to help him unpack what he's feeling. As he grows up and he learns language and he learns what is happening, I think of it as a huge responsibility to help him as his translator. So, you know, I tell him this. If he trips and he stubs his toe, I say, ouch, that hurts. You hurt your toe. That doesn't feel good. Or... If he's having a temper tantrum or he's really frustrated and mad, I say, you're sad. You're frustrated. You're mad. You're mad that you didn't get the dish. You're mad and you're frustrated that mama didn't let you, you know, eat off the floor or throw the food. You didn't like that. 
this is how I talk to him and how we communicate with him because we are helping him identify what the emotions are and what he's feeling. And as I go through that, I realize it's very similar for adults. And it can be so useful for our friends and our family members and even ourselves. And I don't, frankly, I don't think we're taught this model very well as adults. We skip over and rush over feelings, jumping straight to things like, well, here's the silver lining or here's how to fix it. When sometimes what's needed most is an acknowledgement that the emotions you are feeling are real, that they're valid, and they're complex. Sometimes you just need somebody to look you in the eye and say, wow, that must be really frustrating, or this must be really challenging for you, or that sounds really difficult, or even to say, well, how was that for you? You know, that sounds like a hard experience. How are you doing with it all? What does it feel like for you? When we are faced with these big questions of how our bodies work and how they make us feel and what we expect of them, and then we're confronted with things like our fertility and longevity and the plans we made for our future maybe not being what's possible, it can be really hard to feel like you have ownership or control over your body and your decisions. Sometimes it feels like our bodies let us down. So for me, the tools that I mentioned, just as a quick recap, how I am reframing some of this or the tools I'm using to help. Number one, what is my body good at doing right now? Two, what am I grateful for about this body of mine? And three, probably most important, is to acknowledge that all the emotions you are feeling are valid and real and complex. Thanks for listening. This episode all about the emotions that our bodies bring up is so important to me and one I've been thinking about a lot. And I don't have what feels like the full words for it, but as with everything, I have to practice them and I have to say them out loud to get better at understanding them and articulating them. So thanks for being in conversation with me and for being a listener of this podcast. If this resonated, please feel free to send us an email or join our Facebook group. We have a group for women entrepreneurs who are parents or thinking about becoming parents. You can join us. We're having really rich conversations over there. You can find all of the information about how to join over on our website, startuppregnant.com. There's a tab called community. Thanks, everyone. you so much for being a listener of the show. A few more things before we end this episode. First, if you know of a woman or a friend that would benefit from this show, send them a link to our website at startuppregnant.com. So many of you have already reached out and shared your stories, what this podcast is doing for you. And for that, I am so grateful. So if you know of somebody that would love to listen in, or you think that these stories would really hit it home for somebody, feel free to send it along. Second, if you've got a story that you need to share or tell, head over to startuppregnant.com and send us a note. We have had so much reader mail already, and your stories mean the world to us. We are proudly listener-sponsored, so if you want to sponsor the show and hear more episodes, head over to our Patreon page and you can buy us a cup of coffee or two or three. We'll take many cups of coffee. 
If you want any of the show notes or links from this particular episode, all of the references and tools and tips that we talk about are always posted on startuppregnant.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.